0: Welcome back! Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Realins Podcast. <laughs> Are you doing? That um, that T-Pain does on the music video for "Push like, I was trying. Yeah, you know, I, I love that video. T-Pain, yeah.
1: Uh, uh, welcome back. No song this week, Kim. Um, no no dance moves no
0: no just no no inspiration do you know what i feel like we haven't recorded in like a month so i don't know why it just feels like right but it's been like last week yeah literally um i think i'm i'm, I'm a little tired today for sure um so i'm just like and it's not even in the morning <laughs> Know you. but um, guys, have you guys noticed something different about my face this week? So, if y'all don't notice, Gloria hadn't been wearing makeup for the last two, three weeks, I think, three episodes. Yeah, so she's your girl's back, full face glam, looking like a schnick. Her, <laughs> oh goodness, how oh, us Lord.
1: <laughs> okay, welcome back, guys. So, we're going to get started and start off like we usually do. So, if you know what it do, let's go ahead and get into this theme song. It goes a little like this. Re and Liz, Re and Liz, Re and Liz, yeah. Ooh. Re and Liz,
0: Re no. <laughs> no. in Liz, Re and Liz,
2: yeah.
0: Re and Liz, 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 yeah. And you're watching The Awkward Adventures of Church Girls awesome welcome back to episode 46 of the ria and liz podcast hosted by myself kim and maria we are excited to have you joining us again this week for those who are coming back welcome back and for those who are joining us for the first time welcome to our outfit adventures of church girls and yeah this is going to be an exciting episode we got a lot to talk
1: about. I wish I had my
0: tea. Oh yeah, she seemed being Gucci no Oh,
1: it's honestly because we were, we were filming in the morning. I was like, what better way
0: to, you know, at least have water. Well, okay, so no tea today. Just um, plain old H2O. H2O in these streets. Alright, so we're going to kick off the show the way we normally do with our Song of the Week. And this week's song selection is by um, The Bridge Music featuring Reggie D'Arte, I think that's how you say his name, and Bicka Folks. Um, I think we played a Bicker Folks song on the show before. And yeah, so the bridge music is part of Campus Rush music. So if you're in Canada, you know who Campus Rush is. You're like the, the worship band in Canada. Yeah. Um, if you know who um, Ryan Ok is, he's part of Campus Rush and he's partly part of um, influencing the bridge music too. So... You know that it's about to be a bomb song. Yeah,
1: and also I'm just saying Ryan's my friend. Um, but Ryan, if you know, him, he's also been on a couple of Maverick songs. So yeah, he's part of Maverick
0: City, he's part of Tribal Music, so super exciting. So um, yeah. So like, I guess if you think about it, like Campus Rush would be like Hillsong United, and then the bridge uh, music would be like Hillsong Young and Free. That's yeah. How? Really Cause cause it's it's like, like, the, the young stuff. adults and then the youth. The youth, yeah. And um, so the song um, I picked for today is Pour It Out, the remix. And we're still trying to create the summer vibes. We're just hoping at least maybe by, like, end of June, July, we'll be able to have a barbecue in the park or something. Right. All right, so here we go. Pour It Out, the remix. Um, by Ke- uh the bridge music featuring bridgie darte and Baker folks
2: it's raining but i don't need a novella standing in your rain is where i wanna be, where I wanna be. Yeah. lord we're ready for revival open my ears lord speaks
0: To get it there we've been doing good with the updates we can share the tracks are on on time so yes yeah, so you guys can enjoy the music We can be too stiff in, in your homes you know
1: i just want to point out that last week kim said that she's gonna um choose my song but she didn't but i love the song too i just wanted to i just i just wanted you guys to remember that so
0: uh gloria <laughs> that's not what happens uh you're not about to be like i don't know on this platform
1: <laughs> we just talked about lying too I'm not lying though you didn't pick a song
0: no and then I said I was gonna play it and what did you say no because then Kim was gonna get all
1: her peoples against me uh, 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 yeah. uh, uh.
0: Listen, don't include no. me don't include me fam okay I, was, me. I was I will play. This I even wrote it down. I canceled it because she was like, "No, no, no, don't play the song. Don't play the song." Yo, no, just
1: because y'all come from me, Gloria. That was your song. No, no.
0: <laughs> I'll no. play Gloria's song on the on episode fifty. I did not Gloria's no, that- no, that's an play Gloria song.
1: No, no, it's a big episode next week. <coughs> <laughs> it's a good song. It is a good song. I just you know.
0: Yeah. But yeah. All right, so Gloria, what are we talking about this week?
1: So, this week we are having a Bible study. Exciting. We just love um, digging deep into the Word. And today we will be looking um, at the life of Joseph. So, um, the passages, well, yeah, the passages are Genesis um, 30, chapter 37. To chapter 50. That's the whole um, story of Joseph. But for today, we are just going to be focused on chapter 43 and chapter 44 for this. So we are just going to get straight into it. So um, pull your Bibles. I always want to do that. So take out your Bibles. Um, turn with me to Genesis chapter 43. That rhymes. I'm a rapper. <laughs> I'm reading from the Christian Standard um, Bible. But um, so verse one. Now the famine in the land was severe. When they had used up the grain they had brought back from Egypt, their father said to them, go back and buy us a little food. But Judah said to him, the man specifically warned us, you will not see me again unless your brother is with you. If you will send our brother with us, we will go down and buy food for you. But if you will not send him, we will not go. For the man said to us, You will not see me again unless your brother is with you. Why you have caused me so much trouble, Israel asked. Why did you tell the man that you had a brother? They answered, The man kept asking us about our family. Is your father still alive? Do you have another brother? And we answered him accordingly. How could we know that he would say, Bring your brother here? Then Judah said to his father Israel, send the boy with me. We will be on our way so that we may live and not die. Neither we nor you nor our dependents. I will be responsible for him. You can hold me personally accountable. If I do not bring back to you and set him before you, I will be guilty before you forever. If we, not, if we had not delayed, we, we could have come back twice by now. Then their father Israel said to them If it must be so then do this. Put some of the best products of the land in your packs and take them down to the man as a gift. A little ball, balsam? Is that b- like balsamic vinegar? Yeah, I, I think so. I don't know. And <laughs> and a little honey. Aromatic gum and recent pus- I think ed- it is
0: because it sounds like
1: pizza, so. right? So balsamic balsamic b- b- the originator um <laughs> pistachios and almonds round verse 12 take twice as much silver with you return the silver that was returned to you in the top of your bags perhaps it was a mistake take your brother also and go back to and go back at once to the man may god almighty cause the man to be merciful to you so that he will release y- your older brother benjamin to you as for me if I am deprived of my sons, then I am deprived. Verse 15. The men took his gift, double the amount of silver. Silver and Benjamin, they immediately went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. When Joseph was, when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to his steward, "Take the men to my house, slaughter an animal, and prepare it, for they will eat with me at noon." The man did as Joseph had said and brought them to Joseph's house. But the men were afraid because they were taken to Joseph's house. They said, we have we have been brought here because of the silver that was returned in our bags the first time. They intend to overpower us, seize us, make us slaves and take our donkeys. So they approached Joseph's steward and spoke to him at the doorway of the house. They said, my Lord, we really did come down here the first time only to buy food. When we came to the place where we lodged for the night and opened our bags of grain, each one's silver was at the top of his bag. It was the full amount of our silver and we had brought it back with us. We have brought additional silver with us to buy food. We don't know who put our silver in the bags. Then the steward said, may you you be well, (laughs) don't be afraid. Your God and the God of your father must have put treasure in your bags. I received your silver. Then he brought Simeon out to them. The steward brought the men into Joseph's house, gave them water to wash their feet, and got fed for their donkeys. Since the men had heard that they were going to eat a meal there, they prepared their gift for Joseph's arrival at noon. When Joseph came home, they brought him the gift they had carried into the house, and they bowed to the the ground before him. He asked if they were well, and he said, How? Is your elderly father that you told me about, is he still alive? They answered, your servant our father is well, he is still alive. And they knelt low and paid homage to him. When he looked up and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, he asked, Is this your youngest brother that you told me about? Then he said, May God be gracious to you, my son. Joseph hurried out because he was overcome with emotion for his brother, and he was about to weep. He went into an inner room and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, regaining his composure. He said, serve the meal. They served him by himself, his brother by themselves, and the Egyptians who were eating with them by themselves. Because Egyptians could not eat with Hebrews, since that was detestable, they were seated before him in order by age, from the firstborn to the youngest. The men looked at each other in astonishment. Portions were served to them for Joseph's table. And Benjamin's portion was five times larger than any of the others. They drank and became drunk with Joseph. <laughs> they got drunk. So that is chapter um, 43. We're just going to like break that down a little bit. Give some context um, before we move on to chapter 44. So um, just a little context. These men are actually Joseph's brothers. Um, and so Joseph was um, sold into slavery by his brothers because they didn't want him no more because he was the favorite child. Um, and well, he had,
0: a, well, wait, yeah. Let's put it in context. And he had it. He was the favorite child. Yes. so Joseph was talking too much, right? So God would give Joseph these elaborate dreams about like what his future is gonna look like and all the wonderful things and um because joseph had the ability to interpret dreams as well so he had a bright future ahead of him and joseph was out here like guys i have this i have a dream that one day i'm gonna really be important <laughs> and y'all gonna bow down to me and this brother the <laughs> <had a> dream <laughs> and his brothers like man you're crazy like first of all you're the youngest no one cares about your little dream that you had um, your little pizza dream that you had and we're not gonna bow down to you like what are you talking about shut up and joseph was like all right cool cool, cool. i bet i see i see what you're doing i see what you're doing then he goes and he has another dream and he's like no guys i had another dream though like it's like hear me out though hear me out so and then his dad gave him this like beautiful coat made up like many colors and so and like in those times because they had to like dye like each one specifically so it was more expensive to get a coat like that and his brothers were like no we've had enough let's get rid of this this, this little one who thinks he he's better than us no he's not and he also had a different mom so he, he didn't have the same mom as his brothers so it was like a whole other situation and so they were like let's get rid of him so originally his brothers were gonna kill him they were like Let's, like, kill him, end his life, it'll be easier. Just tell my dad he got eaten by the wolves, it's their age. And then his older brother was like, nah, 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 that's doing too much. Let's just take him, sell him to slavery, and then we'll just tell dad that he got eaten by an animal. And so that's what they did, and then that's how Joseph ended up... Um, in the position where he is but he had to go through a lot he was a slave um he got promoted into the king's palace he got accused of rape falsely accused of rape ended up back up in jail and then he interpreted a dream for the king and then he got promoted and now he was at the place where he was the governor of Egypt and he was doing all these wonderful things and now here we are. His brothers have come, and exactly what happened to Joseph's dream—they had to bow down before Joseph and beg him for food. And so Joseph's dream did end up coming to pass, but he should have just kept that one to himself. Every time he reads. and I'm like, yeah, sometimes you gotta—you gotta keep some things to yourself because you don't know me. Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: but honestly, I don't you remember. Like I, I was that child. That was just would just talk man like you just want to talk about everything and like you don't like learn the importance of like keeping things to yourself Or like maybe you shouldn't say this and this was definitely one of the things that he, joseph definitely shouldn't have said um and it's just it's a testament to like how not everyone needs to hear about your dreams and about your purpose and what god has placed inside of you mm-hmm. even if they are your friends i think it's very important to be very wise and diligent on, on who you're going to tell it because, yeah. could because be your friend like this was his family you know yeah. and they uh, they sold the man
0: yeah and even like um, this last week during our young adults meeting we had um, one of our associate pastors at our church Pastor Teresa and she was talking to us about being careful about how you not just share your story or your vision but even how you share your testimony because sometimes people put you in a box and frame you in a certain way so it is a need to be careful how you share information with people and what kind of information you share with them for sure yeah definitely so
1: in that chapter we also um they kept talking they went back home um the brothers went back home and kept saying this man said that we have to bring our younger brother um and it was really just significant because joseph wanted to see if they treated the youngest as like like they treated him they wanted to see if they had grown if they had you know like um, matured and if let's just say like they weren't treating the little brother well Joseph would have been like listen bye like y'all going wherever you're going and the verse in there that really touched my heart was when Joseph had to leave the room to weep i was like that like cuz I was, like, even reading it, I was, like, dang, like, Joseph, he's seeing the, his brothers love their little brothers so much, and he's, like, dang, like, I, like, I'm happy, but I, I feel like there's a bit of, like, I wish that was me. Okay? Yeah. I wish they loved me, like, they love, like, um, the little brother, what was his name? Benjamin. Benjamin. I was, like. <laughs> but, um, then we're about to get to, like, the most shocking part of this bible study so turn your bibles with me to chapter
0: 44
1: now this is after they've eaten dinner um and yeah so chapter 44 joseph commanded his steward fill the men's bags with as much food as they can carry and put each one silver at the top of uh, at the top of his bag put my cup, the silver one, at the top of the youngest one's bag, along with the silver for his grain. So he did as Joseph told him. A morning light, the men were sent off with their donkeys. They had not gone very far from the city when Joseph said to his steward, Get up, pursue the men, and when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Isn't this the cup that my master drinks from and uses for divination? What what you have done is wrong. When he overtook them, he said these words to them. They said to him, why does my Lord say these things? Your servant could not possibly do such a thing. We even brought back to you from the land of of Canaan the silver we found at the top of our bags. How could we steal silver or gold from your master's house? If it is found with one of us, your your servants, he must die. "'The rest of us will become my lord's slaves.' "'The steward replied, what, do you, "'What you have said is right, "'but only the one who is found to have it "'will be my slave, "'and the rest of you will be blameless.' "'So each one quickly lowered his sack "'to the ground and opened it. "'The steward searched, "'beginning with the oldest "'and ending with the youngest. "'The cup was found with Benjamin's sack. "'Then they tore their clothes "'and each one loaded his donkey "'and returned to the city.' When Judah and his brothers reached Joseph's house, he was still there. They fell to the ground before him. What have you done? Joseph said to them. Didn't you know that a man like me could uncover the truth by divination? What what can we say to you, my Lord? Judah replied. How can we plead? How can we justify ourselves? God has exposed your servant's iniquity we are now my lord's slaves both we and the one whose possession the cup was found then joseph said i swear that i will not do this the man in those possession that possession the cup was found will be my slave the rest of you can go in peace to your father But Judah approached him and said, My Lord, please let your servant speak personally to my Lord. Do not be angry with your servant, for you are like Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servant, Do you have a father or a brother? And we answered, My Lord, we have an elderly father and a younger brother, the child of his own age. The the boy's brother is dead. He is the only one of his mother's sons left, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servant, bring him to me so that I can see him. But we said to my Lord, the boy cannot leave his father. If he were to leave, his father would die. Then you you said to the servants, if your younger brother does not come down with me, you will not see me again. This is what happened when we went back to your servant, my father, we reported to him the words of, of my Lord. But our father said, go again and buy us a little food. We told him we cannot go down unless our younger brother goes with us. If our younger brother isn't with us, we cannot see the man, your servant. My father said to us, you know that my wife bore me two sons. One is gone from me. I said he must have been torn to pieces and I have never seen him again. If you also take this one from me and anything happens to him, you will bring my gray hairs down to Sheol in sorrow. So if I come to your servant, my father, and the boy is not with us, his life is wrapped up with the boy's life. When he sees that the boy is not with us, he will die. Then your servants have brought the great cares of your servant, our father, down to Sheol in sorrow. Your servant became accountable to my father for the boy, saying, If I do not return to him, I will always bear the guilt of sitting against you, my father. Now please let your servant remain here as my lord's slave in place of the boy. Let him go back to his brothers, for how can I go back to my father without the boy? I cannot bear to see the grief that would overwhelm my father. And later on, when you read in the later um, verses, it, it shows that Joseph ends up... Um, forgiving his brothers because they saw how much they would gain to fight to keep Benjamin um, and how they really like they felt the sorrow of what they did to Joseph so they knew that they couldn't do that again they knew that they couldn't put their father through that again And they really fought for Benjamin. And and at the end, Joseph ends up forgiving his brothers and ends up revealing who he is to them. And then, you know, it's a whole pity party. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Joseph, it's you. I can't believe it. Um, We're so sorry. Forgive us, please. Don't kill us. Um, But yeah, there's just like Joseph's life is so in depth. And it really shows how life can go from being great to bad to great to bad to great bad all over again yeah and it really shows like the true
0: roller coasters that we go on th- through like our lives yeah um sorry I thought you're still going to say something oh, yeah, I yeah. think um definitely I just want to know why Joseph said it said this, like that so like <laughs> I know he was testing them yeah but, like yo I, okay it's low key high key pity so <laughs> No, but I
1: think though, I think why he did that was like, he didn't want to believe it. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, maybe if I do it like this, like I can really catch them. Like, Mm. you know, like I think he didn't want to believe that his brothers have changed. Cause I know like, you know, when someone's wronged you and you see them again and they're actually a better person, you feel a little like, man, now I gotta forgive you. Like you do went better now. You know, you're not the same person you were before.
0: Yeah. But no. yeah, I can I can see I can okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me now. Like you yeah. definitely, um I guess it's a lesson on the fact that people do have the ability to change and transform and become different from who they are and who they used to be. And I think that it's important as well to allow people the opportunity to change and evolve and become different and better. And I think a lot of times like even Um, we've spoken about this a lot and how like people cancel people when they like do something and don't really allow them the opportunity to change and be better and um I guess here Joseph was also like I don't believe that they're kind I don't believe that they really you know they've really transformed and changed and so he felt the need to like he has to test them but I think it's also a testament of god's word will always prevail and if you stay on course and you keep doing the things that god has told you to do even if it doesn't make sense like you have to allow god to do his work and you have to stay like on course like his his brothers in this chapter still hadn't realized who they were speaking to and the, the promise for joseph had actually been fulfilled like everything that god had shown him that he would be great and he would be his brothers would bow before him. Actually, came to pass. Like it actually happened, and so I think it's also a testament to say, like, hold on to whatever God is, has said to you and said about your life concerning the things in your life, and even if people um doubt what what it is that they're saying to you, even if they doubt um whether God is gonna come through for you, because I'm pretty sure like Joseph sounded crazy, like even. As he was a slave, I'm pretty sure he, he was still telling people, like, man, like, I'm supposed to be important. Like, I'm going to be great one day. And the other people, the other slaves in the palace are like, yeah, 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 all right, just go, go, go. But, like, and he had many opportunities to advance himself. Like, when part of his wife tried to sleep with him, like, most people would have been like, all right, let me see if I can negotiate this and be like, okay, listen here, if I sleep with you, can you make sure I get promoted and get to this position? But he was a person of integrity and he knew that there was no way he wanted, he didn't want to compromise what God had said to him. And so he was like, nope, I'm not going to sin just for, to advance myself. Like, I'm not going to do things in my own strength, but I'm going to wait on God to do what he has promised. And so I think, yeah.
1: And I definitely think another lesson that we could learn from this is um, to really be smart about how we treat people. Mm -hmm. You know, we treat the people around us, our family members. And I remember, like, in high school, like, my thing was always to never burn bridges because you don't know where you're going to see that person again. Next thing you know, like, the person you used to bully is the one that's interviewing you for the position. Yeah. Yeah. So we should always treat people with, like, loving and kindness, but always make sure, like, how you're treating people because you never know um, like when you're going to see them again And I think in Joseph's case It actually turned out to be good Because he ended up being able to bless his family You know, because who knows If there was another man in that position If they would have, you know, given Joseph's family food So they wouldn't perish Etc, yeah. um, etc et So, you know, like you're, Out of your hardship comes a blessing And you your, your cup overflows so much That you even begin to bless the ones that betrayed you And bless the ones yeah. that were rooting for you and so, like, just like Kim said, like, stay on that path. And I'm telling you, sometimes the things that God does doesn't make sense in our minds. Um, and it reminds me of the verse Isaiah 55:8. 8. Like, my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways, declares the Lord. Like, are what we think is normal, what we think of, like, no, it's supposed to go A, B, and then C. And then God's like, actually, it's D, A, C, B. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh definitely like even just reading that portion of scripture and just like how Joseph interacted with them, he definitely still cared about his brothers. He still cared about their well-being, even though they had done him wrong. Like even when he was testing them, he still cared. Like he, he knew he wasn't even going to make them slaves. Like yeah, it's not it wasn't in him. But I think yeah, like it's just a man. It's really hard. Like honestly. I I A do lot it. of people are, like, super pity, so they would be, like, how do I plot revenge for this one?
1: But it's, like, he didn't even make them, you know, because they, they bowed out of respect. Like, that was their culture. That's what they did, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, like, he made them, oh, no, you need to bow and then kiss my feet. And then, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, yeah. like, anything extra. Like, he didn't take away their dignity, which was so big. He... You know because everything that they do the vow they calling him my lord that is something that their their culture were to do and it's just like they he treated them with the respect that he wasn't treated with when he was younger even yeah. though he was um talking all that big but
0: yeah. yeah
1: it's honestly like i'm just like joseph i can't be doing what you were doing like side note i feel like rachel was going through it like joseph's mom i was like yo my only son the only one i could bear he got eaten by the wolves. He's, he's God. He got eaten. And that was, that
0: was crazy. I always wonder if, like, his parents really believed it. Like, did they really believe this? I Because like, I don't like, I don't know. Like, not adding up. Like, I already know you don't like your your little brother. He's annoying to you. Because he'd be talking too much. And I always tell him, don't talk too much. You know, sure. he did. So take him. But, um... Yeah, it's pretty interesting.
1: Did it happen often where that wasn't, like... A big... You know what I mean? Like, did it happen often to people? So it wasn't... Yeah,
0: like, it wasn't a big deal.
1: Yeah, I get... I mean, you come... I tell my mama that my little sister got eaten by the wolves. My mom is bringing me outside to be like, we're going to find her now.
0: Yeah, like, where where was the wolf? Yes, we want to see the body. Like, were standing, and where were you standing?
1: <laughs> right? And I'm just like, it's just funny, because he was wearing the coat, but then they managed to get the coat off of him and spookles of blood. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how did you if you could get the coat off of him, like, couldn't you grab? anyways, yeah, the the intricacies of uh, this story, but honestly, like, I love, like, reading Bible stories for what they are, and it's just so, like, interesting, because, like, I'm telling you, like, you want a good story, you want a little bit of pettiness, a little bit of
0: drama, a little bit of, like, comic relief, read the Bible. True, true, true. This, 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 this passage that we read definitely had some, had a little bit of drama, a little bit of pity. It had the, some, some, um. At the tea, because we were like, oh. Had some sadness
1: in there, because, you know, um, Joseph wept, had some sadness, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only thing that was missing was romance. There was, uh, there was no romance.
0: Yeah, there's no romance in this story. But, um, yeah. Well, thanks, Gloria. That was a great Bible study that you let us in. Thank you. Um,
1: tune in next week. For, hold on. Tune in next week for uh, more of the Reamless podcast. Can everybody just bow their heads really quickly? We uh, will be worshiping And all <laughs> I need to say is that... No, I'm joking. But Yeah, I'm telling you, if I ever... I don't think I will. I don't know. I don't think it's my calling to be, you know, a pastor.
0: Um, But I'll just... This is my stance. I feel like Gloria would be a pastor one day. Like, I can see her doing that, like, teaching and teaching people and, like, praying and telling people, You have to live Receive healing! <laughs> I don't know. I don't, like,
1: the Lord is going to have to tell me. Um, but I think I, I would probably speak. But yeah, I, I don't know if I would pastor a church. Like, I feel like I'm not pastor's wife material. Not because I'm a bad person or anything, but that's a lie. You have to be called to the yeah. match. You, you literally like, not you know, like he called me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally no, we agree.
0: Totally agree with like,
1: that. Him is definitely pastor's wife material. So, if you're a pastor and you're, a pastor,
0: <laughs> I don't know, to call it. Uh, <laughs> I can totally see you being the first lady. I mean, honestly, it's not like a culture that's far-fetched for me. My parents are pastors, so yeah. I, know, I know what it looks like, but I'm like, do I want to be doing all the work, though? Well, like, if it's the Lord's will, I wouldn't say no. I'll, I'll just be like, I'll just
1: say yes. I was thinking.
0: It so, Gloria, we're at the end of our episode. Tell me how Christian
1: you are. Okay, so this is not me. But I'm taking it for now. Um, So I was watching Monday Casual with Jonathan McReynolds, his podcast, with some of his friends. Um, And they are so Christian that at the end of the podcast, they just broke into song. You know, a lot of Christians do. They break into song, a mini preaching. But at the end of it, they actually did a real altar call. I was like, only Christians. We'll like start off, you know, joking, hallelujah, you know, like, and then actually end off in a in a for real altar call, like, <laughs> you have not received Jesus in your life. This is the opportunity, and I was yeah. like, no one but Christians is doing something like that. So that's how Christian me and my friend Jonathan McReynolds are.
0: Yeah. Did you get the my friend part? Yeah. Hey, Jonathan people out here claiming <laughs> <laughs> um and how Christian are you I'm so Christian um I used to be a praise dancer I feel like being a praise dancer is the epitome of super 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 churchy like if you're out there just
1: no you have to have the the just yo I'm telling you like I was also a praise dancer and you just...
0: Yes, Lord. Yes. Lord. <laughs> I don't know what thing I was. She still is a great dancer. Bye yeah. You can
1: find my videos on YouTube with my church. Actually, I should have not put that out there. Don't be mad. Yes, Lord, you lead the way. I love
0: the props. I love the flags. The flags. The props. Um, I remember the one time they made us dance in like. These really poofy wedding dresses, oh, and it was heavy, and we had to do like pirouettes and spins, and I was like, oh lord, I'm not gonna make this dress go knock be up, but um, yeah. (laughs) So Gloria, what do the people need to do? Let them know. Let them know. So first of all, if this was your first time watching, welcome! We hope that
1: you enjoyed our Bible study. Um, definitely go check out our other episodes because, you know, we we fire. We be dropping some gems, you know, something like that. Um, so for everyone, if you're new, if you are coming back for the 46th episode, then if you're watching this on YouTube, Hey! You know, tell me how my makeup looks down below. But don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and click that bell notification button so you're notified every single time that we post. Also, make sure to follow us on our Instagram page at Ria and Liz Podcast for updates and posts on there as well. And you know, if you want to get to know a little bit of Ria and Liz on a personal level, then definitely follow us on our individual platforms as well. Now, if you're listening via audio, what's up, audio family? I promise by the 50th episode, I'll know what you guys do over there. So, like, heart, comment, follow, subscribe, comment, heart, follow um, (laughs) our audio (laughs) platforms. And make sure that you're tuned in um, every single Wednesday when we post. Did I miss anything? No, I think that's that's everything. Oh, also, y'all, it's almost summer. Please. You know, like, you know, like... Sweatpants, even though it's summer, are in. I was wearing a sweater yesterday.
0: Um, oh, it's always cold though. So I don't know if that um... Okay, but there's like
1: sweatpants shorts, you know, the, the the Bermuda style. Okay, okay. But all I'm saying is, if you want to get fly, you know, and rock your little Jesus merch while you're walking in the grocery store with your mask on. You know, because we're still so in quarantine. then definitely head over to God the Father Apparel. They have some really cool shirts, caps, sweaters, everything, all of the above. And you know, we're trying to save money out here. As fly as we're trying to look, we're trying to save some money. So don't forget to use our discount code Ria and Liz for fifteen percent off all of your God the Father merchandise.
0: Awesome sound fantastic and we hope you enjoy this episode and you come back next week we're getting ready to finish up the season and so we're about to get to episode 50 let us know what you want to see in episode 50 if there's something specific and yeah like we'll see you in the next four episodes okay so without further ado I
1: mean Kim both had some H2O yes yes ma'am.
0: Just clear our throats. Oh wow, it's actually for real, for
1: real. Right? Like oh, I'm parched. Um <laughs> and, it, and it goes like this. Re- and Liz, re and liz, re and yeah. Oh, re and liz, re and liz, re and liz, yeah. Whoa, re and liz, re and liz, re slow it
0: down. Realis, re and liz, re and liz, yeah.
1: And you're watching the awkward adventures of church girls.
0: Bye.
1: Love you.